This is the Pirate Radio Podcast. And welcome into the Pirate Radio Podcast. I am Shirley Rhodes. On February 6th, Clip Rock had a chance to talk to Jacob Jenkins Coward and Ryan McChrystal of the ECU baseball team to talk about the upcoming baseball season and a little mustache march. Talk to a couple more Pirates, Ryan McChrystal and Jacob Jenkins Coward here inside the Pirate Radio studios as we are a week and a few days away from the start of the East Carolina baseball season in 2024. And uh, guys, welcome in. Good to be here. Good to be here. How are we doing? Good. Uh, JC going headphones on. Ryan going off. Couldn't do it. I tried to find a spot, but I can't hear you guys (laughs) twice. I lose it. Start going crazy. Fair enough. We don't want you to go crazy right before (laughs) the season begins. Uh, I was at Sunday scrimmage. And I want to uh, highlight Ryan McChrystal beating out a double play. Yeah, you know, it's kind of what I'm known for is my running ability. So, <laughs> so I had to show that off. Talked about that yesterday with Parker Bird and Wyatt Lunsford Shankman. And first of all, uh, I hear you've moved up. I didn't know about the running categories. Oh, yeah. So red, gold, green. Yep. You've you moved a combination to- of both, too. You can. Oh, okay. You can be red, gold, or gold, green. I heard you moved up to gold. I did. I got moved up to gold, and that's probably the biggest accomplishment I've ever had since I've been here. Especially last year after the back thing, I was turned into a red, red. Oh, no. I called myself maroon. It was just that. It was that bad. But, yeah, I I heard Coach P call out gold, and I kind of just went numb. You know, it's just one of those feelings that you're going to remember the rest of your life. So that's kind of where I am right now. JC, uh, are you a green at this point? Yeah, I'd say uh, steel breaks. I'm I'm a green, but... Uh, out of the box, I'm gold green because it takes me a while to put the bat down. Like I, I have a long swing since. Yeah, ten four. Uh, how do you guys feel uh, it went? Why Lunsford Shingles in the bats uh, won the weekend? You, you feel like uh, the offense went pretty well this weekend? Yeah, you know, you're kind of giving me a. Eh. Yeah. Well, I'm just thinking about my bats against yeah. Wyatt, and he beat me twice. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Against him, against him, the bats did not win. He looked awesome. Yeah, Shank went four scoreless. He was really good. Yeah. But, yeah, I think the bats in general are really good. I think we're doing a good job of, sounds crazy, remembering we're on offense. I think it's something we're kind of trying to hammer home. Like, we're the ones with the bat in our hand. It's time to be aggressive and, like, try and hammer the ball at all times. It's not, not, not a time to be passive when you're in the batter's box facing another guy. You want to make sure they, the other team knows you're on offense at all times. Uh, I counted very few balls in the air on Sunday, and one of those was a home run uh, by Riley Johnson. One was a ground rule double by Dixon Williams. Other than that, there was a home run robbed. I think it was uh, Wilcoxon uh, being robbed by Cunningham, and then there was a fly ball to center, and then had some uh, some drama out in right with a collision there. Uh, but other than that, everything was a line drive or on the ground. Now, sometimes pitchers want you to hit it on the ground, but if you're hitting line drives and hitting balls on the ground, that's a pretty good sign, right? Yeah, it can be, especially with uh, the guys that were on the mound uh, out of the bullpen Sunday and mostly Saturday. Like, guys that throw heaters at the top of the zone, you know, you, if you try and hit that in the air, you're going to pop it up. So we're trying to hit low line drives, and it, it paid off on Sunday. Mentioned uh, Riley Johnson. I know he hadn't been able to do a whole lot until a couple of weekends ago. Sounds like and looks like he's hit the ground running. He's uh, hitting the ball well. Yeah, no doubt. He's he's so much fun to play with. He's just like one of those guys that sparks everything that's going on. Like I have a locker next to him too, and it's like we're always doing something goofy or laughing, or he's making making me laugh at something you wouldn't expect to laugh at. So it's it's just awesome being around him in general and. I just love seeing that guy have success, like most of my teammates. But in general, just that guy, like, he's earned it. You know, he's gone through some stuff that you wouldn't put on anybody. So to see him start the way he started is awesome. And I'm 
I'm sure he's going to continue it because I see how hard he works every day. And just uh, another big uh, gun out there in the outfield, JC. Saw uh, Carter in left, and I believe the guy said yesterday it's the first time he's been there. He's been over at first. Yeah, for he's most been practicing of the, at first. Yeah. But he, he'll practice in, in the outfield every once in a while during BP, but that was his first scrimmage in left, so... I mean, just like riding a bike for him. A lot of able bodies and uh, big bats in that outfield, though, for ECU this year, including yourself. Yeah, for sure. We have a very deep outfield, and it's it's to the point where we have infielders that can play outfield, outfielders that can play infield, which is really a, a good problem to have when you have too many outfielders, per se. And I uh, gave a shout-out yesterday. Uh, is it Davin Whitaker? Mm-hmm. Uh, big, tall dude out in right, made a diving catch i thought the ball hit the ground i was standing over there but the ump called it out so it's an out so credit to him yeah for sure yeah that ball bounced up i thought it did too <laughs> yeah, but, no, no, uh, i told star a nice single he's running back to the dugout he ran past home plate it was like, hey, nice single star I'll see you later, dude. <laughs> yeah maybe that's a earmuff during the season a review or whatever yeah, no, yeah, yeah for sure perhaps um uh, talking to Ryan McChrystal and Jacob Jenkins Coward. If you want to get a question in, we'll be on a few minutes with the guys as uh, they have a busy schedule today, but we're able to drop by and talk some baseball with us just a week and a few days ahead of the season opener. So uh, more scrimmages going on this weekend, and then you get to the real thing, right? Um, did enjoy Jeff Palumbo in the bucket hat. Looked cool. Uh, but giving out instructions during the scrimmage, including to um, – the catcher behind you and Wilcoxon, uh, is it Walker? Yep, Walker. Yeah. He, um, I, first of all, you guys, I think every bunt you put down to begin every half inning was beautiful and uh, got the runner over or led to a base hit. Uh, but he tried to throw a, uh, a runner out, a force out at third, and, and to hear Coach Palumbo said, hey, most guys, you'll get there, but be aware who the runner is. So always instruction and just another reminder, Ryan, that there's a million things going on in a baseball game you got to be aware of. Yeah, no doubt. And especially, like, just, like, trying to put myself in his shoes like that, like being a freshman catcher, there's so much going on. Like, there's a lot more than people realize that's going on back there. You're kind of in charge of a lot that's happening throughout a game. And, like, that play that Walker made, it wasn't necessarily the wrong play. It's just one of those things, like, before the play, like, when you say that the game's slow for a guy, you, it really is just he's already gone through everything in his head that could happen. And so then when something happens, it's just reliving what he's already practice and process so like that play for example like when there's a bunt right in front of the plate when we have on one of our bunt defenses that's just getting out you don't really want to throw that ball to third just because if there's no outs someone's bunting then you want to get the out just because if it's not important to get the lead runner you get the out but if you don't get the out there's no outs bases loaded All right i was up next so it's another situation where you got an rbi guy that's up next so then it really could just extend the inning so like if it was a slow runner sure but like just being able to go through all the processes like that before the play starts it's a good thing for him to learn especially in a scrimmage where it doesn't really matter but it's just another example of like the game can get kind of fast sometimes so it's really good especially the way that coach p broke it down for him just helping everyone understand what every situation is we talked about you guys speed the uh the red gold green are there any signs or words like that for the opposing team like uh, to make sure you're aware of if this guy's speedy in that case for a catcher or maybe jc when a guy's on second uh instead of making that throw to home because he's likely going to score and, and give up the extra base you know do you how yeah. aware are y'all on, of what's on going every on? scouting report when we go through hitters meetings uh there there's a uh, a lineup with you know the other team and all their times of first time steal time so right. we have everything so just like you heard coach p yelling out colors for us they he yells it out for every hitter that we face too so we're we're aware and we're prepared when when stuff like that goes down how many uh 
I don't know if plays is the word, but when when there is a runner on situations, things like that, um, are the calls coming in from the dugout, Ryan? Uh, you as a catcher, are you making some of those? Well, what's that like for you guys? Uh, we have an entire sheet just like this, but it is full top to bottom in plays, like different pick plays, different pitch outs, different bunt plays, first and third plays. We have four bunt plays, four first and third plays, and then we got. Three pickoff moves a second, two to two to third, then we got two extra bump plays for a squeeze scenario. I mean, just all that stuff. But yeah. they sign it in from the dugout, and then a bunch of the pitch, like the um, pickoff plays, they'll put on the watch, and so we all get it, and then we'll either touch our hat or mask or whatever it is at that particular day to let them know that that plays on, and then we run it. But yeah, it's definitely a process to learn all those. Same thing, uh, pre-pitch. I guess JC, are they telling the outfield where to shift and, and yeah? What to do? So we have uh, we have a, a nice long towel. It's all wrapped up. It's bright orange, and um, Henry Lartigue will be in the dugout, and he'll he'll hold it this way, and that means we're shifting this way or the opposite or okay. straight up. So that's an easy way to do yeah, it because I mean it's hard for them to yell from all the way to right field from the third base dugout. So that the towels it sticks out and it's easy to see. Uh, Brian North WCTI twelve with a question for Jacob Jenkins Coward. Do you have a mustache idol? Somebody you look up to in the mustache game? Me. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I Ryan is he your mustache idol? I don't have one. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> nah. <laughs> I don't have a, no. I don't have a mustache idol. I, I also like don't know how to really trim it so if it gets too long it just disappears for a couple weeks and then it's back yeah okay i get that uh completely ryan uh are you competing this march or i will see last year i uh took it upon myself to join the nit instead of the the main tournament so i don't know if i'll be doing that again with a couple of the freshmen kind of my thing now but yeah i don't know yeah i mean we can do yeah, it probably doesn't get you too far. Got good hair on the head. Just yeah. doesn't really. Yeah, no doubt. I might fake mustache it for a week. See what we can do. Yeah, is that legal? Can it's you happen before? Can you use performance enhancing drugs in the mustache march? Maybe some. I'm not sure. That's a. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> yeah, don't even try. Yeah, you might. I'm sure to answer that. <laughs> Maybe like a performance enhancing sharpie. There you go. Yeah. It's been done. Before. Sharpie's bold because mm-hmm. then it's there for a while. But speaking of uh, performance enhancers, do you guys get tested for? anything drugs performance yeah. and answers during the season or before random yeah. right before the season starts there'll be a random selection of us yeah and they can't tell you before like 24 hours they tell you obviously they require 24 hours before but they can't tell you anything prior to that just because mm-hmm. guys could dilute it if they need they really wanted to or something i just remember was it the beginning of the spring or end of the fall we got called into logan's office our trainer and six of us were there and we were like what's up and he closed the door and he's like you've been randomly selected and i was like i gotta get up at six in the morning to do this <laughs> that's the worst yeah part. i was like you gotta be kidding me <laughs> and then if you miss it it counts as a, a fail, fail test, test. Mm-hmm. and Jaden Jaden winter his phone died oh no that night so our trainer called trey one of his roommates four times at 6 30 in the morning and trey woke him up and Jaden ran over there that would have been horrible yeah yeah that would have been brutal so you had people like making up rumors and stuff at that point like, <laughs> dude just overslept yeah. his phone died um, another question from Brian what did you get Cliff for his birthday did you guys do anything a great practice I better say that that's the best present right grit 
<laughs> Coach, here's a box of grit that I'm going to use throughout the season. Uh, Jacob Jenkins, Coward, Ryan McChrystal here inside the Pirate Radio Studios getting ready for Pirate Baseball. Cool to have uh, some fans out there. I asked the guys yesterday, let me ask you guys, do Coach Godwin and Coach Palumbo act the same if there's a crowd there than if it was a closed practice? Like, will we have heard more, I don't know, yelling, F-bombs, anything, or pretty much status quo? That was pretty much the same. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more censored, but he's not really into the whole F-bombs anymore. Anymore? Especially during scrimmages and stuff, he doesn't really do that. Like, during games, like, you'll never see him during a game, like, get pissed off, like, if someone gets out, because obviously everyone's trying to get out. Just one of those kind of things. Oh, he's got your guys back during the game. It's him versus the umps, and that's about it, right? (laughs) Which on media day, I said the line for him getting tossed this year at two and a half. Might be a little high, but he said no way. He said no way I'm getting tossed more than once this year. It's almost like he plans for one, and and then that's it. There's always one. I think last year, unfortunately, he got tossed after a game, the old Moylan Mm -hmm. game. So uh, I think it was two last year. Yeah, that one's unfortunate that he had to get that one put on him because – not like he was the one yeah you know the umpire but it is what it is uh speaking of moylan uh, i saw uh what franny out there the other day so you guys have uh former players coming out uh all throughout the off season right oh yeah how cool is that to see those guys got it oh yeah it's uh it's really nice um they they obviously have done a lot for the program and when they come back it's kind of showing off and uh like showing them what you know they've built like hoover was in the outfield yesterday or sunday when riley hit the home run so i run back to the wall and there's hoover and he goes is that johnson <laughs> sure is hoover i <laughs> uh, plan on having hoove on throughout the season to get his thoughts if i can get any thoughts out of him not a yeah not a huge talker but loves his pirates and i uh, know loves you guys uh good question from valerie Having a high school freshman catcher and high school junior outfield. Oh, I thought she was saying we have a freshman center fielder and a freshman catcher. She has a high school freshman catcher and a high school junior outfielder. What is your best piece of advice that would uh, you would give them that has helped you getting to the next level? Hmm. Great question. It's a really good question. It's a lot of thinking involved in that. I'd say put yourself in front of the eyes that need to see you. That's one thing you can't go anywhere if you're not seen. Yeah, I feel like that. And then the biggest thing that I learned when I got here, like from the catcher perspective, is the better that you can make your pitcher look, the better that you're going to play. Like the more that you can invest in how your pitchers are doing and how you can help them, the more you make it about like the, the team of a pitcher and catcher, the duo, is I think the better that you'll be able to perform yourself and then I think get away from the results because I think it's easy to harp on those and get in a bad headspace when the results aren't what you want them to be but I think the more you can focus on just doing the right thing the better you're going to do in the long run yeah I mean that, that's uh, that's a good point we'll take a, a Buster Posey that can hit and field and do everything uh, but sometimes catchers don't have the highest batting average but if they help great defensive Absolutely. help their pitchers uh, coaches will always find a spot for them how uh how did you guys balance the let's have fun in high school uh, with my buddies and all that and taking it serious at the same time because you wanted to play at the next level you know did did you have to maybe give up a few things to get to where you are as a high school player to college yeah yeah for sure i mean i didn't really 
go do anything crazy with my buddies in high school. I feel like me and my best friends back home, like, we're very different, but we would, like, watch movies, play video games together and stuff like that and play golf and all that. We wouldn't really, like, wouldn't drink, wouldn't do all that stuff just because, obviously, I had games all the time. I wanted to make sure I was healthy and doing all the right stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I didn't really do anything crazy in high school. I kind of hung out with the same people pretty consistently, and I'm really blessed that I was able to do that. I think that keeping the small circle in high school was able to keep my mind on the right things and obviously some of my best friends jc was one of my best friends in high school too just always doing the right stuff making sure we were doing the right stuff together so it was pretty cool and jc how much of it was your just natural talent and ability versus you putting in the work as far as getting to where you are right now i'd say i was god definitely blessed me with the ability to play here like coach she says to every recruit that uh you know he's offering a scholarship we know you have the talent to help us win a national championship and but it, that's not all it's going to take. So I think uh, my parents definitely instilled the work ethic in me and it carried over when I got here. Uh, customizing uh, Valerie's question a little bit to what I thought it was originally, how about having uh, a new center fielder and a new guy behind the plate with you and, and Justin? Uh, first of all, JC, how's it going with the new faces in the outfield? Yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're coming along really strong. The fall was obviously a struggle as it is for all freshmen. But they learned a lot, especially uh, Bristol's done a really good job being more vocal in the outfield because, you know, if you're going to be the center fielder, you can't just be a body out there. You have to run the outfield. Um, communi- he, he's done a better job communicating with the infielders on our depth and our positioning. So stuff like what happened in right field with Nate and Davin doesn't yeah. happen too much or at all. So Everybody good after that? That yeah. was a pretty gnarly collision. Yeah, they're good. All right, good to hear. Ryan, how about uh, you, and then what are you and Justin passing along to Walker right now? Uh, honestly, the advice I just gave that other catcher is kind of similar. It's just like catching at this level is so different. It's so much faster that you have to be able to really hone in on the things that matter, like what you're like running a pitching staff. Because like here, you're around the pitchers every single day, and like the closer you can be with them, like a lot of my best friends are on the pitching staff now. Like I've gotten to know them outside of the field and it's helped me on the field because they know they can trust me and I can trust them. So I think that's the biggest thing with Walker is it's like, it's way bigger than yourself now. Like it's not just you behind the plate trying to be the best catcher possible. It's you trying to be the best catcher possible to make the team as good as they could possibly be. So that's something we've kind of hammered home and he's really starting to to grasp. And the other thing is that catching is hard. Like nobody in their right mind would go behind home plate and put on that catcher's gear and like you kind of have to own it like Jada and I and Walker starting to do it a little more like we'll block at home plate before practice now like every once in a while like off the machine the other day we had the machine mm. with the longest legs I've ever seen on the machine in my life it, it looked like Randy Johnson was out there but he's on stilts and it was like we were blocking off that like we were wearing balls with the forearm quads Walker took one off the neck I like, that's, that's unfortunate but you kind of have to embrace the suck a little bit behind the plate at times because it is fun. You're in every play, but you're going to leave with some bumps and bruises. So, like, Jam and I will scream, like, just random things, like, just yell whenever we wear one off the arm. And Walker used to, like, be a little bit of a deer in headlights. Like, what are these two crazy guys doing? Especially when it's not Jada's personality at all. But right. you kind of have to embrace the suck a little bit and also realize that you chose to put this gear on so you might as well make it the best you possibly can yeah good stuff with uh ryan mccrystal jacob jenkins coward uh who you guys have in the super bowl on sunday we niners need, chiefs we need the 49ers to win i think we do too. yeah to end the reign of the chiefs and the swift and all Man, that i'm so sick of taylor swift God, i used to love her too but for pirate idol this year yesterday i think we're going to try and make the rule 
Pirate Idols when the freshmen sing on the bus. They have to put the headphones on and they can only hear the music and they sing the song. Yeah. I think we're having to make the no Taylor Swift rule this year. Just because yeah. it's absurd how much Taylor Swift I've heard it's of too this much. year. It's Not a bad good. idea. Yeah. What song did you guys do when you were called upon? Party in USA. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. I was Tequila makes her clothes fall off. <laughs> Joe Nichols. All right. Classic. Fellas, thanks for hanging out. Good luck to you guys. We'll let you get back to it. And uh, we'll talk to you, of course, uh, during the season as well. But good luck. Uh, enjoy it, guys. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. 